Hey everybody, it's Alan Smithson here, the host of the XR for Business podcast. I have a really special guest today, Christina Heller, the CEO of Metastage. Metastage is an XR studio that puts real performances into AR and VR through volumetric capture. Metastage is the first US partner for the Microsoft Mixed Reality Capture software and their soundstage is located in Culver City, California. Prior to Metastage, Christina co-founded and led VR Playhouse. So between Metastage and VR Playhouse, she's helped produce over 80 immersive experiences. To learn more about Christina Heller and Metastage, you can visit metastage.com, M-E-T-A-S-T-A-G-E.com. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. We met, uh, what, maybe three years ago at VRTO? Yes, that's correct. And uh, yeah, it was, it, we got to try your incredible experiences, uh, mostly in the field of 360 video. And you've kind of taken the leap to the next level of this stuff. So talk to us about Metastage. Sure. As you said, it's a company that specializes in volumetric capture. I think in the future, you'll see other things, but at the moment we specialize in volumetric capture and specifically using the Microsoft Mixed Reality Capture System, which is an incredibly sophisticated way of taking real people and authentic performances and then bringing them into full AR and VR experiences where you can move around these characters and it's as if they are doing that action right in front of you. Let's just kind of go back a little bit. What is volumetric capture for those who have no idea what volumetric capture is? Sure. For a long time, if you wanted to put real people into AR, VR experiences, you had basically two ways of doing it. You could either animate it. So you would try to create using mocap and animation, the most lifelike creation of a human character possible. Think like video games, you know, when you go play a video game and they've got like a character playing a scene out with you. If you wanted to put real people into these XR experiences, that was the most common way to do it. And then there was also volumetric capture, which for a long time just wasn't quite, I would say, at the technological sophistication that people wanted to integrate it into projects. Volumetric capture, thanks to the Microsoft system, I think is finally really ready to be used in a major way in all these projects. And basically what it does is we use 106 video cameras and we film a performance from every possible angle. So we're getting a ton of data. We use 53 RGB cameras and 53 infrared cameras. The infrared is what we use to calculate the depth and the volume of the person that's performing at the center of the stage. And the RGB cameras are what's capturing all the texture and visual data. And then we put that through the Microsoft software. And on the other end of it, you get a fully 3D asset that really maintains the integrity and fidelity of the performance that was captured on the stage. Unlike some of the animated assets, because this was kind of the challenge, the animated assets, they might get kind of there, but they had that uncanny valley thing going on. Yeah, they're a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you're not familiar with the term uncanny valley, basically with people and animals or like dynamic, organic moving objects, if you get it kind of close, but not fully there in terms of it looking lifelike, you have this inherent rejection of it. You just, there's this distaste, like, ugh, it's called like the uncanny valley. It's close, but it's not really there. So volumetric capture and specifically the captures we're doing at Metastage don't have that uncanny valley going on. 
when you look at them, they look like real people. They maintain all of the nuances and the micro expressions and the subtleties of the person that performed on the stage. So you can bring these fully authentic, fully real captures into your AR and VR experiences, and it just kind of brings the whole thing to life. So that's how I would describe it. It's volumetric video. It's a video asset, but it's fully 3D, and you can easily integrate it with six degrees of freedom into AR and VR experiences. I'm going to break it down even simpler. This means you can now step into the movie and participate in the movie as it's going on around you. Yeah, correct. So exciting. One of the things I've been saying is I, I, part of the reason I'm really passionate about volumetric capture as a tool inside of the greater medium is it's the real person's seat at the table. As we move more into these virtual worlds, it's important that real people are represented in them. And when you watch something that was captured volumetrically, you know that it was captured live. It wasn't reanimated. It wasn't puppeted. This is something that you can watch with the same awe that you would a live performance happening right in front of you. And I think that that's really important, that authenticity. I really think we've come a long way with computer and CGI and being able to animate things, but there really is no substitute for a real actor or actress. Absolutely. There's something about humanity. And it's part of the reason that animators are struggling to get it as lifelike as possible. There's just something about the way people move, the way that they speak. There's just these little nuances that are impossible to fake. And it's part of what makes watching something that was captured volumetrically or something in a film or a TV show. It's part of what makes it so satisfying is to capture all those little quirks and those little things that make people people. I think in a world where AI and robotics are going to replace a lot of our jobs, it's nice to know that we'll still have some. <laughs> yeah. And I like connecting with real people and I like seeing real performers. And when we're talking about celebrities or public figures or the CEO at your company, I don't want to watch an animated CEO give a board presentation. I want to see the real guy. When it comes to anybody in our society that's the real deal, volumetric really is the only real way to capture them for these experiences. You touched on something that is really, I think, interesting. And you mentioned uh, CEO presentations or investor presentations. We could talk about the entertainment aspects of this. And we met up at the New York Volumetric Filmmakers event. And you you spoke at that event. And I, you know, I was just blown away by the stuff you guys are doing. But a lot of it is creative and arts and entertainment which are businesses as well, but is there companies that are leveraging this technology now to broadcast their CEO or whatever? How are companies using this technology now? We've done a number of B2B captures at MetaStage, and I'm excited to do more of them. It's exciting to see other industries outside of the entertainment field getting involved with XR and starting to see how they can use this tool to not only improve workflow, make money, but also just to dazzle. And I think that that is an exciting opportunity right now to just be really ahead of the curve and do something that nobody's done. You still have that opportunity right now with augmented and virtual reality. You just mentioned something, how to dazzle using this technology, because I think we always hammer down on what's the ROI, what's the ROI. There is an intangible ROI in the dazzle. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got to make sure you partner with the right people because you're not going to dazzle unless you've got the right production team to do it. 
But if done right, I mean, that's one of the most fun parts of my job is getting to watch people's eyes light up when they first see a person appear right in front of them, almost like a human hologram using volumetric captures. So yes, we have done a, a few different business applications. And, uh, and one of them was specifically for that use case that I just described. We had an executive come in and do a board presentation for his CEO on the HoloLens. Basically, he came in and he captured the beginning and end of his presentation volumetrically. So he went out on the stage. We used 106 cameras. We had a teleprompter. And basically, the presentation was about the company's plans to use technology to build their future and how technology was going to affect the future of their company. By the way, I'm going to use the term hologram to describe it because I think that's an easy way to wrap your head around what you're looking at. But there's questions of whether that's the correct term or not. But we'll just call it a human hologram when it's integrated into an augmented reality experience. So he was using the Microsoft HoloLens, which is some glasses that you wear on your head, and it allows you to place digital objects into the real world. So we captured him holographically, and using the teleprompter, he gave this intro to the CEO. Then it went into a data visualization sequence. So hologram disappears. Now he's showing using data in a three-dimensional space some of the ways the technology is going to transform and affect their business. And this, by the way, is a huge, huge, huge company. Like I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to like use it as a case study publicly, so I'm being a little discreet, but huge company. Anyways, he gives the intro. There's an awesome data visualization showing how technology is going to transform their business. And then it ends with him coming back and kind of wrapping it up. And he said that in the 35 years he's been working at the company, that this was the first time he's ever seen the CEO smile. So that was kind of a nice thing. Wow. That's incredible. And it's also now preserved forever. He only had to do the presentation once. He can now show it to anybody, anywhere. It's this evergreen piece of content that will live on. Incidentally, the executive that we captured, who had been at the company for 35 years, is leaving this fall. And so in some ways, this presentation was his legacy, talking about his dreams for how he wants the company to progress when he's gone. So that was really cool. And then also, one thing we'll do at Metastage, which I think is always cool, is like while he's in there, you know, this is a guy that has a family and some kids. I said, you know, well, while you're here, why don't we record something for your family too? And- Oh, I love that. Yeah, you always feel the energy shift when that moment happens. He got up there and said, it's February 12th, you know, 2019. And I want to tell my family this, 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 and this, and tell them how much I love them and how proud I am. And it was just this moment where he realized, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's not like a super old guy, but he realized that this little piece of content might actually live on and be something that his family could cherish later. And so that was also a nice moment. And that's just one example. I've got more. The preservation of people, places, and things using volumetric is beautiful. I know a mutual friend of ours, Simon Shadabor, He's running around the world capturing places. He does photogrammetry of places. If you take the photogrammetry that he's creating of these real places around the world, and you take the videogrammetry that you guys are doing and put people into those places, the possibilities are literally endless. Definitely. And as a former documentary filmmaker and journalist, making sure that real life is preserved and a part of this new virtual landscape, I think is an important mission. I agree. There's places in the world where we still have unrest and cultural landmarks are being destroyed. 
we have to have to have to at least get them as a digital, if, you know, obviously if we can't protect them physically, if we can get a digital version of them, the fire in Paris is a, a great example of that Notre Dame Cathedral. They have rudimentary LIDAR scans of the building. They're not perfect, but they can recreate the building digitally and then use those three-dimensional drawings to recreate the actual building. Yeah. So it'll never be the same, but at least they can get close. Yeah. And with volumetric capture, you don't have to be as concerned that First of all, it's a really, really easy process. You don't have to put on a mocap suit or points and go out and make a bunch of different facial expressions, like super high-res face scanning with the purpose of being animated later is a really, really intense process. Oh my goodness. People don't realize it's a full day just to be able to say hello. Yeah. It's a full day and it's really intense on the performers. Volumetric capture is super easy on the talent. You just go out on the stage action, cut, and you're done. Off you go. On our end, we like to take a little more care than that. We'll do some tests to make sure your hair looks right or your clothes look right and all of that. We've done celebrities at Metastage that we've had a very, very limited amount of time with. And as long as we can give them a once-over to make sure they're volumetrically friendly, they can go out and be off in no time at all. And you have the added comfort of knowing that This isn't going to be something that is puppeted and rigged to say things that you didn't want to say. This is really you. It's capturing you and making sure that you are coming across in the way that you actually want to in your real life. It's a preservation technique. It's a performance tool, but it's nothing to be nervous about. That's one of the things that I want to make sure gets across because I can imagine like an actor, for instance, getting nervous about the increased digitization of actors. Yeah, what are you going to do with my avatar? Exactly. It's interesting because some friends of mine, they own a company and they do photorealistic avatar creation and they have a side business producing adult content avatars. Right. You don't even have to go much further than that to understand how that could cause some pause for an actor that takes pride in the work they do and, and how they do it. Volumetric capture really is, it's video, but it's a fully three-dimensional video. That's a key differentiator. So what are some other use cases that you're seeing pop up for this type of technology? Well, one of the great projects we did this past fall, and I can talk about it, is we did something with the CEO and president of the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. They're giving you a virtual tour of the ship. And so this has some great and broad applications for a lot of businesses that maybe do a lot of on-site tours. One of the great things that VR and AR can give you is access, access to places you can't normally go, access to people you couldn't normally engage with. So there's two ways of doing the virtual tours. But the way that the Royal Caribbean did it was the CEO and president give you a tour of the ship. Using the Royal Caribbean Celebrity Cruise app, you can basically make their holograms appear in different rooms of the ship, and they tell you about the design, the features, and how the ship was built and why it was built the way it was built. That is an app that anybody can access. If you type in Celebrity Cruise app, you can access the CEO's intro when you're not on the ship. And the rest of the holograms can only be accessed on the ship. So it's kind of this cool site-specific augmented reality experience. That's really cool. So you have to be on the ship to actually experience the full thing. Exactly. You can see the intro, which is really cool, and you can get an idea for it. Richard pops up, 
and he's holding a model of the celebrity cruise ship in his hands. And he says, we built this ship using 3D technology, the most advanced 3D technology. And so we thought it was only appropriate to use the most advanced 3D capture technology to explain to you why we built the ship and some of the features. Amazing. And so at that point, he puts the ship down and you can explore a little bit of it on the app, but the rest of it, you have to be on the ship to experience. Is this an AR app for your phone? Yes, it's an AR app for your phone. Another fun selling point of the Microsoft system and Volcap system that we use at MetaStage is that the assets are really, really beautiful and also super small file sizes. So you can actually activate them using a mobile device. So yes, using your phone, you open the app and like magic, he appears right in front of you and you can walk around him as if he's standing right there. He integrates fully into the scene. Oh, incredible. Maybe can you just send me the link to the app and I'll put it in the show notes for anybody who wants to give it a try. Yeah, totally. So that's great because it gives people access to Richard and Lisa who would never get access to them normally. And from the CEO side of things, it allows them to reach their customers in this really intimate and friendly way without actually having to go out and shake everybody's hand. For businesses that maybe do a lot of tours on site, but would like to give access to more people without actually having to take the time, energy, and resources to give them the physical tour, you can do a capture of the facility or the warehouse or wherever it is, and then integrate your CEO or star employee or whatever into that environment. And you can give somebody a realistic and authentic virtual tour of that place without having to, like I said, dedicate the time and resources of actually showing them in person. You know, this comes back to something that pops up on every single episode of this show, training. Immediately when you said you could give people a tour, imagine for new employees, working on a cruise ship must be a daunting experience. The training just to train people where things are on the ship, it's got to be incredible to do that. And one thing that I think Metastage and Volumetric Capture will really drive home is the fact that some people are really, really great at training and some people are not so great. Maybe they're great at creating the content, but not presenting it. And so now you can have the best person train every single employee. Exactly. You can get your star employee to walk them through the process, show them physically how to do it, which depending on what field you're in, being able to show somebody with one's body how to do something can be crucially important. And you've immortalized them. So that employee may move on to another position, but you'll always have that spirit and that knowledge captured for years to come. Employee onboarding, training, but I also love this idea of being able to download the app, see it, it says, well, the rest of it is on the ship. I think there's so much that can be done with this type of capture. We're only really just scratching the surface. Now, Metastage is not the only volumetric capture system out there, correct? Correct, yeah. There's 8i, there's what Intel Studios, maybe some other ones that we don't know about, but I think there's more companies realizing the potential of this. What sets Metastage apart? In my opinion, it's obvious because I've seen the results. Your partnership with Microsoft really sets it apart, but I'll let you speak to that. Sure. A lot of volumetric capture stages from just the outside appearance will look similar. You'll go in and you'll see a bunch of cameras all facing inward at a stage. And so it can look on the surface like they're all the same, but the truth is the real magic is in the software. 
what the Microsoft Mixed Reality software does better than any other volumetric system on the market is not only create really clean, high fidelity captures that look great in the body and the face and don't have a lot of artifacting and look good from every angle that you happen to be viewing the captured asset from, we are also able to compress those captures to super tiny file sizes, which if you've ever tried to make a project for virtual or augmented reality, <laughs> you know how important that is. If you're making um, a training app for your employees or you're doing something like the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, you can't have a 10 gigabyte application when this whole thing is done. It needs to be something small that isn't going to take up a ton of room on their phone and that's easy to distribute. There's other things, but that alone is the key. Ask any other volumetric capture stage how big their final file size is. Microsoft has just really got it down to some really workable file sizes. If we know that you're doing it, let's say for the HTC Vive or the Oculus Rift, or you're trying to do it for a mobile phone device, we can export at different settings to optimize for mobile AR. Or if we can push it a little more for VR, then we can add a little bit more quality. But regardless, like the Royal Caribbean Cruise app, when you download it and you see Richard, he looks really fantastic. So we can get our file sizes down to for a minute of volumetric capture at 50 megabytes. That's 50 megabytes. Oh crap. Yeah. 50 megabytes. For a full minute of capture. And then it, it scales up depending on our export settings and what your final platform is. That's pretty incredible. It is really amazing. I think what people don't realize is that when you're pushing out this type of 3D content for a phone, for example, it doesn't actually have to be as high res as you would think because you're already looking through a high res screen at another image in 3D space. It has to look clear, but... People are like, oh, yeah, well, I need 4K video in AR. It's like, well, wait a second. You're looking at a screen within a screen. The maximum of it is really only going to be 720. So there's some little tricks that people don't realize. Right. And I show people the Royal Caribbean app all the time, and they think that looks better than any volumetric capture they've ever seen. And that's at our smallest export setting. Long story short, quality at low file sizes is the key difference between MetaStage and other capture facilities. But there's also some added benefits. For instance, there's the Microsoft tool set that we deliver along with our captures, which includes gaze retargeting. One of the things is when you're watching volumetric capture, because it's an authentic performance of what happened, if I'm watching it and I step to the right or the left, it might look like the person is looking past me. So gaze retargeting will allow the head to subtly follow the viewer. If you're trying to make it look like the capture is looking at the person watching it, there can be a subtle gaze retargeting where the head just sort of follows the viewer. That's a standard tool that we deliver with our captures to the client, along with some relighting tools for game engine, almost like I want to call them Instagram filters for the capture that allow you to give a little bit of a dramatic look or sunset lighting, those all go along with it as well. Beyond that, we offer full end-to-end -end project integration. When we first opened, we were offering just Hollow Capture, but it's become clear that for some of our clients, they don't necessarily have access to game engine developers or environment creation. So if you come to MetaStage and you're interested in doing this kind of project, we can produce the project from conception to completion for you. Or if you're a production company or agency that already has access to those professionals, then we can simply just do the hollow capture and deliver that to you. That's incredible. So I know there's a lot of people listening that are probably thinking, oh man, I want to use this. I want to jump in. 
Let's talk about price. I don't know if this is something that's really expensive. What does a minute of footage cost to develop? What is the process involved if somebody wants to dive right in and say, yeah, I want to host a two-minute video in AR for my shareholders? What, what would something like that? Well, so the prices start around $15,000, and then it goes up from there, obviously. It is, I would say, very comparable to what commercial video production rates are, if that's something you're familiar with. And it's much, much cheaper than mocap and animation. To put things in perspective, to create a photorealistic digital avatar, rig it and everything, you're looking at, what, about 10000 a second? Yeah. I mean, it depends on the team you work with. It depends on how detailed you want the face and head to look. But I would say that that's the price it costs to get through the door and get something going. And then obviously the more content you're trying to capture, the prices go up from there. I'm really excited. I know you invited me for a tour of the stage. I haven't been to LA yet uh, since we talked about it, but I definitely want to come down and check it out. It's the other thing that I noticed about MetaStage and I watched the video that you showed is that it's designed like a studio. It's designed to be in congruence with what actors and actresses and people doing professional video are used to. Absolutely. That is important. And our production savvy client facing staff want you to have a seamless client experience and a fun production day that at the end of it, you say, oh my gosh, that was really fun and easy. I'd like to do more of that. And so easy and fun has been kind of a mantra at MetaStage since the beginning. And I think we've been successful with that. All of our clients have had a really good experience. And then on top of it, we're surprised when integrating the assets that it was as plug and play as it is. So yeah, if you're interested at all, please don't hesitate to shoot us a line. You can contact us on our website and we will do consultation with you. We'll hold your hand. We'll work to get your goals achieved using this and hopefully something that will be great for your business for years to come. Well, is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap this up? Uh, it's been a great interview and, and I can't wait to record a message. You know, you mentioned about the family and, I, and it's, I've been thinking about it ever since. I just, I want to record not only myself, but my children at their age now, because as they grow up, you're never going to get them at this age again. And it, it's like capturing them in a time capsule. Totally. And one thing we have been talking about having a different pricing model for something like that. I think that's really important. And I totally understand the desire to want to capture your family, almost like a family portrait in this really interesting three-dimensional way that you could then stand next to later and marvel at the changes. Long story short, like I, I do think that at some point we will have a way for average people to come and capture their families as well. We're just figuring out exactly how that works with our professional soundstage. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Christina. I'm blown away by the work that you've done and you're doing, and you're always continuing to push the limits of this technology. So thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. And thanks for listening. Oh, it's been amazing. Thank you everybody for listening. To learn more about MetaStage, you can visit metastage.com. And I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been the XR for Business podcast with your host, Alan Smithson. This podcast was another amazing example of how XR technologies are revolutionizing every business across every industry. It's absolutely incredible. So again, Christina Heller, MetaStage, thank you very much. Being an influencer on LinkedIn in the XR field uh, really has opened up an opportunity 
for us to not only understand what corporations are looking for in virtual augmented mixed reality and artificial intelligence, but also from the aspect of the startups, studios, developers, and enthusiasts out there and what they need. So what we decided to do after getting hundreds and hundreds of messages is to open up XR Ignite to the entire XR community of startups, studios, individuals, passionate people, and really to build a new community that brings together everybody who's passionate about this technology for a low cost and allow them to contribute, to learn, and to get better across the whole industry. That is really the reason why we started XR Ignite, to hyper-accelerate the XR for business industry, business and education. And one of the things that we just keep noticing is that there's so many resources out there. There's the VRAR Association, which we're partners with. There are you know reports coming out daily, but there's no one source where people can come together and start just having conversations around how to get better in this industry. And that's why we started XR Ignite. I would encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you're in the corporate side, if you're a startup, if you're an individual, if you're an enthusiast, sign up today at xrignite.com and you'll be getting access to new reports, investor lists, media lists, exclusive content, interviews with our mentors. We have over 56 mentors. And if you're a startup and you pay an annual fee, you'll actually have the opportunity to book a one-on-one, one-hour call with one of the mentors. What we're doing with that is we're actually recording those sessions, we're transcribing them, taking out any personal information, and we're making those transcripts available to all members. So I think XR Ignite is gonna drive a lot of value for anybody in this industry who's looking to up their game, and also for corporates who want a real insight as to what technology is coming out. So I would encourage everybody to sign up at xrignite.com, and I really look forward to driving value, executing on our mission to hyper-accelerate XR for business and education.